0: Welcome to this rather special pro-detailer podcast. Um, is this a podcast or are only two of us here? Is it a podcast or a bicast? or... No, that's a type of leather, isn't it?
1: I think it's type of stereo, isn't
0: it? Type of stereo. No, uh, uh, maybe. Right. Maybe. Well, anyway, long and the short of it is, is, it, it's just myself, Bert Yule, and Mr. Aaron of Sealy. Hello. And we are currently, what our best describers as, in limbo. Uh, because we have just stuck many, many labels onto many, many envelopes, and we are sat in the uh, PDHQ of all places, waiting for a lorry to come with pallets and pallets of magazines, which we are going to slip into the envelopes, and then we're going to try and get them to a Royal Mail depot without breaking the rear springs which hasn't always been successful. We did it last time in the Fozzie, which has ever since had what we call in the Subaru community a saggy bottom.
1: A, a normal bottom. No, it's,
0: right? a, it's a saggy bottom. We, we blew the self-leveling with it. But then we did put, I think it was 800 kilos we worked it out, out. So that was probably a bit much for
1: it. I like to think of us currently in what they call the, the sweaty afterglow of the magazine.
0: Sweaty afterglow. Slight,
1: yeah, slight hesitation to you know do it again, but you know, you're going to end up yeah. in the same boat six months down the line.
0: If that, if that, because bear in mind it's August now, four months down the line. Yes, yeah. Luckily, yes. we've
1: already got loads of stuff to do.
0: Yeah, that is true. Um, we thought we would just have a little natter more, not about the magazine per se, because we're hoping to do some more sort of in-depth, three D, three sort of interviewee types podcasts. But this is more of a uh, kind of a brain dump, but a kind of a retrospective. Retrospect. Talking about our experience of putting together this particular magazine because it's like this our own one,
1: personal therapy session. Talk about the experiences and and get it out. What went wrong?
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. It, reference this magazine. I think we ought to tie it into that magazine. Well, oh so yeah, I we haven't
1: got all, all day.
0: Don't have to incriminate myself again. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so what I was going to do in is ask you what article you found not push you out of your comfort zone but, but doing something a little different from what you've done before.
1: Different in what sort of
0: well, term, like I'm, design I was, wise or I was thinking more communicating with people at the far side of the world. Communicating with people that that, that for a start that's a, that's a, is, very... is a challenge.
1: Yeah, well I mean we one one of the one of the articles we have done was a PPF removal. Article, uh, but more, more, not an article of how to. It's a how we did kind of thing. Yes yeah, account um, based yeah. on uh, based on a story. Quite a few of you probably already seen the outline of um, because I, I picked up for the first time on on social media a, a few months back, and that's uh, through a company in Malaysia uh, called Panda Auto Works, uh, Meng and Lee over there. And I got in touch with them because frankly, this um, this Ferrari looked absolutely stunning mm-hmm. afterwards and an absolute nightmare before um had a twelve year old PPF on it. And their their removal uh process, obviously just one aspect of uh, the full restoration that they did not including sending bits off for paint and uh sort of wet sanding carbon fibre back for badge removal, making this absolutely perfect for a uh, for a well off gentleman's collection over there. Um but the, the, one, of the, one of the main things was removing this twelve-year-old PPF from what's already quite a delicate surface.
0: Yeah, and it wasn't—it wasn't a high-mileage car. It was, uh, they say, it was purely age. And bear in mind, out in Malaysia, they—they they do get something called it's sun.
1: Hot and humi- humid out there, so it's either hot and wet or just hot. Yeah. those are the two options. It's very binary.
0: And they were, yeah, they were properly involved with it. And even uh, one thing I noticed out, out of your comfort zone is you wrote an introduction about Ferraris. You wrote almost a car article. I mean, I had to make some corrections on it. But, I know,
1: you know. I, I, I had to care that I actually gave a, uh, gave a crap about Ferraris. For, for a <laughs> <It's
0: there. God. laughs> Careful, we might have some Italian listeners. Um, but yes, no, I... I
1: Siva Benny. <laughs> oh, that's, my, that's my Italian.
0: Uh, yeah, no, I don't even know what that is.
1: It's, that's, that's good.
0: That's good, okay. Um, so that was an interesting article. Uh, speaking from my own point of view, Um, one article that was kind of fun for me we've always done big showcase articles well no recently in the last like 3-4 issues we've done big showcases so last time we bought a Renault 5 uh, which we were going to sell but haven't yet sold it well we,
1: ha- we haven't sold it because uh, the showcase car from uh, issue 11 uh, decided to shit its timing chain
0: <laughs> yes that would be the Audi A5 uh, so yeah that,
1: that was my car until I uh, I finally managed to pull my finger out because obviously that happened when we were just entering the throes of magazine land yes. very little time to go and search for a car that i hadn't even thought about yeah, buying nothing else i, is I don't know about you when I, when I when i think about buying a new car i like to put at least 3 months thought into it research them and then completely change my mind at the last minute and go for something a bit more random.
0: Oh no, I, I I don't actually. Very rarely have I thought I need to buy a car, but quite often I've drunk cider and gone Everybody on eBay and you bought you need a, to buy car. Buy a car. But you're, you're adamant. <laughs> you're adamant. You're sticking with what you've got. No, the powers that be have said I'm not allowed any more yeah. cars. You're
1: like you're like a guy playing blackjack who's stuck on five. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I'm going to stick. I don't want to risk it. There is no chance you can lose by changing. No, no. I'm going to stick.
0: I uh, Have you know that all my cars have gone up dramatically in value since all this this thing? But you're absolutely right about how. Um, dramatically as percentage. In gross figures, it's, it's basically 50 quid. Um, but the uh, other thing is how we do put our lives on hold for the magazine. I mean, I, I delayed when we were doing it. We, I went down to see Kelly for one of the articles, Kelly Harris and Kent, and I was due to have my vaccination. Then I got the text the day before and I was like, nope, I've got to put it off. And the next available one was like two weeks later. I'm paying the price now because I want to go off on holiday, but I can't until September because uh, everything's been put back. And I think there's quite a lot of... Um, other things that we put one side. I know my partner sort of says that I'm mental, and particularly during the magazine time, um, and she gives me it certain allowances. It is a state allowances. of mind you
1: have to enter. Yeah, especially you know it's a it's a small team doing it. You know they
0: yeah it's I'm, I'm seeing they're all very of it. they're very yeah. local.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, you know it, it's you're, you're trying to. Um, balance finding interesting content, going and filming the interesting content or shooting it or discussing it with people around the world, then you've got to find a way to translate that over into print, which isn't as easy as perhaps putting it onto a, a pre-formatted website where everything yeah. goes in and it looks roughly the same text picture, text picture, picture, funny adverts at the bottom for...
0: Yeah, and and it's it's also that it's submerging your I think a bit better than that uh, than I am, which is for me I sit in the same offices every day when I'm running the PVD Association or I'm just doing normal kind of general work stuff, and you're midway through writing an article on a stream of consciousness. And the phone goes off and it's either somebody trying to sell you something or, you know, something very daft. And then you completely lose your focus or an email comes through, you've got to get back to. And yeah, I let my house insurance lapse by about five days because I completely cocked up on it.
1: Actually, I I don't ever give anyone my mobile number, so nobody phones me.
0: No, well, you've given me three mobile numbers and rarely do any of them work. I I
1: would say they never work.
0: Well, one of them cost me an awful lot of money to leave a message. (laughs) It was heavy breathing. And that wasn't the message. Um, But anyway, um, yeah, I I, unfortunately am the kind of the front person for quite a few things. So I get quite a lot of, of, of stuff. And sometimes I just pretend not to exist anymore. But when you're as fat and hairy as me, it's quite difficult to sort of fade into the distance. I'm trying it.
1: to see if we've got a violin button on here, but I don't think we do. So it's just, <laughs> that's, that's, okay. I mean, as good as I can do. Yeah, and we did knife. check beforehand that um, we didn't still have the uh, mating call of the moose on the on the on the buttons <laughs> <the blossoms> from <laughs> when Cavour song, Because I realised I don't think we've actually changed them since then.
0: Yeah, they're on different. It's bands. been been returned back to your collection. <laughs> yes, the yes. standard. I had somebody who I I sent a copy. Who was it? It was some mag in the early days. And I sent them a copy of the article just for them to check over. And they they weren't very technical. And they they said, oh, I've read it. Thank you very much. Uh, Can I give it back to you? As if the PDF or whatever I'd sent them was a kind of a singular copy that you can kind of pass like an object. Well,
1: he sure PDFs you should always recycle PDFs, save the pixels.
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, and anyway, going back to the showcase, so this time I actually got to do a showcase of one of my cars, which everybody has been trying to avoid for a long time, but this is a car that I owned more or less from you and then bought back fairly recently, and the outside is beyond saving. The inside, however, had lots of stuff. Now, Ian is a bit of a, he, he's, he's good with leather less good in leather um and uh so
1: reviews say frankly
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is um so we did a kind of a showcase purely on the interior of that car. And it was bizarre because uh, the, the owner before me was obviously a golfist. We think he's quite a, a chronologically enhanced golfist. So we kept on finding golf tees. And then we found various other slightly gooey things. We found evidence of mouse infestation and other sort of niceties. And the thing is, every time we found something remotely touchy, I was just like, oh, that must be one of the previous owners <laughs> at the same time as, as getting vaguely sort of um, reminiscent of a it that I'd left down the driver's seat back. In two thousand and nine, um, so yeah, that was that was quite a fun one to do, and I was trying to write an article without getting emotional. So, and I get emotional about cars, specifically my cars. Specifically, my cars are the super
1: About to say, it's about it's cars, and that's pretty much it.
0: Yeah, that's the de- depth of my emotion. In fact, I think that was the grand. Occasionally,
1: problem. animals, but oh no, only no, certain animals.
0: Yeah, no, in films when animals snuff it. I, I've been known to get instantaneous hay fever. Obviously, I haven't cried since nineteen ninety-seven because I'm a grown-up. But the um, occasional hay fever animals. Whereas I can watch films about genocides and I'm just sitting there, and go, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah, no, that, that makes so it When it's you jolly start sad. laughing, it's a little bit. <laughs> <disxerting>. <laughs> no, I try not to do that after after that particular cinema. Um, so we're
1: going we're to go into um, what the article basically contains about everything about the magazine and our next one. But the the key thing about the showcase this time is you used InDesign and actually designed something on it. I
0: did. So um, So
1: just to to catch people up, um, everyone who has issues one through eight um, will notice a marked difference between the the format, the layout, the design between eight and nine onwards. Because in issue eight before, we were using Microsoft Word. And To paint. put everything together and paint. I love paint. And chisels. I still and use we paint. we occasionally uh, used animal blood. I won't even use design. paint
0: 3D. And I have, you know, there was a big uh, big change last time as I moved from Word 2003 to Word 365. Um, that was a big move. And then this time I made a big move and did a whole, it was, I think it was a 15 or 16 page article in InDesign, which, uh, you know, weirdly... I'm the well. We're both computer geeks in our past, but I was m- probably more computer geeky in my background. Mm-hmm. And uh, I found that when I passed about 28, I could no longer learn anything. In the olden days, I could pick up software. Hell, I used one of my jobs was actually writing instructions for really quite anal software. Um, so you know, to write the instruction manuals that nobody ever reads. Um, and now uh, I, I still I'm very slow going. But I-, I can't remember what it was the other day. I had to write something HTML, and
1: I had to yeah. really think for like for, how, do, how do I close this was it a ref what
0: yeah it's exactly that sit there and and, uh, it does make me cry somewhat because we used to have kind of skills and when we were young the problem is
1: though um is it's very easy for you to translate to using uh, Word or Excel because they're all Microsoft umbrella and they use, you all use the same hotkeys and the same vague layout that's and true. same style. Now you've moved over and you've started using more Adobe, so you're using Photoshop a lot. Uh, so not Photoshop, uh, Lightroom a Lightroom. Well, lot. I've been
0: using Lightroom for years, yeah. but that that
1: that's kind of uh, that, that's a step away from.
0: Hardcore. What, I'd, what I'd call yeah. the
1: core Adobe uh, Adobe Creative Suite. So your uh, Premiere Pro, your uh, InDesign, and Illustrator, and Photoshop, mm. yeah, uh, After I'd,
0: Effects to a certain extent well, as well. But it, they it, all
1: use very similar hotkeys, and they all they all link across bridges, and you can. It's very instinctive to know where things are
0: if you're an Adobe person.
1: If you're an Adobe person, and since I say since issue nine, I've been all on Adobe. I've mm. um, I've, I've done a hell of a lot of courses on InDesign and Illustrator, and I'm playing about with a lot, more, having a lot more fun with it, but. You've never really had the time, if you like, with all your other jobs and responsibilities yeah. with the Mag to,
0: to learn software. I did yeah. do a basic intro course from a, a lovely New Zealand chap who I thought Dan. was a brilliant. Dan, that He's was brilliant, it. Brilliant, isn't he? I like Dan. Um, it's all available online. Um, but yeah, I, for me, Adobe has always been for square spectacled marketing people who use Apple Macs and have non conventional sexual taking positions. Off
1: slightly square.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I've always shied away I'd, I've always presumed that you know, Macs were for people who sat in coffee shops pretending they were writing a book and, the, and for PC people were actually who made the world go round um, it was kind of in the old days of BlackBerry and iPhones you know BlackBerry, US government, anyone in the government and people who actually got stuff done uh, iPhones were for girls to take pictures of themselves
1: See, PC guys actually make the world go square and then spend 30 years beating the world into thinking that's what he wanted the whole time
0: yeah, there is an element of that. There is an element. I do remember there was a... Uh, they found... There was a big shortage of iPhones at one point because there was a PC that actually ran the construction line for <laughs> iPhones and the PC cocked up and the iPhone stopped coming. It was just a thunk. <laughs> <laughs> Critical error. But anyway, we're, we're, we're in danger of going down a, a rabbit hole of reminiscing about technology in the 90s, which is, is a bad place to go. Um, in terms of other articles, Ian, was one on short supply you did, which was really interesting. I was it's slightly involved with it.
1: Yeah, that was weird. I... <sighs> When you're used to writing articles for for the magazine all the time, just sort of trying to put things, you get strange little um, queries in your head and sometimes the best way to to answer those, oh, why is this happening, is to actually go out and just write an article on it. And that's something I did back in... February March time, actually. Oh, that one we, on genital boards? Yes, that one. And turns out they were benign and the cream worked. <laughs> uh, but that then led me on through gloves um, to, <laughs> to, um, to try to work out why a box of nitrile gloves that were seven quid a year yeah. ago um, were now approximately £25,000 and uh, a small kidney to own.
0: Yeah, well, you went on to my shop, you know.
1: Exactly. But... So that led me down the route of all of the the global shortages that happened because at the time it hadn't really come to the fore. I mean now we can see in, in um, quite clearly that there's a lot of raw material shortages where everywhere that shut down has basically used up their their backlog stock and everything they're making they're almost making to order and it's tough to keep up pace with sudden surges in demand. You know we have I think I said in the article we have the problem um, ourselves at, uh, at real work with a. Um, with some building stuff we're having done um, because the, the, the mm. brickwork and steel and everything isn't available.
0: Well, also, we've had a couple of things. That little boat got stuck in that little river. Yeah, yeah. Um, and um, this time tried we didn't to, g- Tried to drift down
1: the Suez Canal.
0: Yeah, we didn't go for war at this time which was nice because last time you know things started getting a bit clogged up there we did decide to have a war yeah. it was probably before your time
1: trying to play an apocalypse bingo
0: yeah yeah that was a bit of a giggle um, the other thing I noticed because uh, when you did it you're like we need to get some quotes from manufacturers and you put that on my plate so I went off and talked to some manufacturers and resellers supply chain folk and we, almost we had uh, so G-Technic got back to us and it was quite a, it was quite a corporate it was like uh, nope we prepared for this we're fine yes and um, everybody else was back sort of thing a, you
1: say when you have shareholders
0: yeah, it kind of felt like a politician was talking about it. Um, but then the other ones were perhaps a little more candid, and the
1: and some angry to a certain really extent.
0: Really angry. I, and
1: Frustration, it, I think, yeah. is quite quite a good way to describe because they they are desperately trying to get these goods over, and they've got customers in one ear shouting at them they can't get stuff, and then they've got suppliers in the other ear saying, "Meh, whatever."
0: Yeah, and and, the, <laughs> and someone else and the impact supply demand effect on prices. Um, and we would talk to Valet Pro and to Slim's and various others. And it's uh, yeah, it 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 didn't go so well, um, and they were talking about it, um, about how it had really impacted them, um, and yeah, it was it was interesting. They were saying, right, I've had to, I've rewritten this four times because it came across too angry before, and I used a lot of swear words. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we have people making up words, especially for the article. Yes,
0: yeah. So it was it was a it was a proper um, interesting one. And
1: it's uh, a really, it's a really good ask. It's good to get the other side. If you, if you side say of so the, yourself. Well, no, it's in the, the the comments that we got through, um, yeah. Because as say, most of them were were very. Very candid and quite open about what the situation is like. You know, Flex have had to look at different ways of getting um, uh, chips and everything like that supplied over to them because there's a worldwide shortage of chips, but they need that little chip to run their cordless battery. So, as in
0: silicon chips, obviously not as in soggy. fish hand. <laughs> soggy just, chips. Yeah, is
1: that a boarding school thing? Like
0: <laughs> no biscuits. soggy biscuit. That was a different one. You don't want to play that game. Trust me. Um, Leaky roof. Yeah. <laughs> We had Fight Club, that was more worse. Um, so we had that, and then we had we've got a, a couple of sort of celebrity articles, if you like. Um, and people
1: who are more interesting than us. By that, by, by that you mean?
0: Well, you have got to be careful. I mean, I mean, That's that a large population,
1: like- but ones that <laughs> would actually talk to us as well.
0: Yes, we'll get back to emails. Uh, And uh, first of which was uh, Kelly Harris, who obviously we've featured before, we've done some videos with. um, And uh, we've been trying to get him to do a highly technical, really technical article on paint and a kind of a series of them. And that finally came to fruition. Um, He is an exceptionally busy man with about a million tasks being sort of handed down from America to him. Um, but he uh, managed to bully some time out of his schedule to, to do it, and it is—it's a, a monster article. It's about six thousand words, or yeah, six and a half thousand six words. Six and a half thousand words. Yeah, and uh, he's talking about colour matching and paint this time. But we're going to do more, and, and it's in, in proper detail and lots of fascinating stuff. And we're going right back to how the paint is actually sprayed, as well as tints and lacquers. And, and this is really
1: important knowledge, I think, for diesel. This isn't just a oh we could go into super strange detail from from a body shop point of view because as interesting as body shop work is it's it's frankly it's not our our it's niche not that it? area yeah. like cross stitch exactly but there's a lot of crossover knowledge that uh, that comes to fore. so um why when you're uh why when you're color matching you may have different um different colors between two different panels on a car mm-hmm. why it's so different why spotting these things early before you start correcting can Actually, save you a lot of hassle down the line when you're when you're detailing. What's the be- what the best colour for coverage is? Everything like that. Mm. And he goes to some fantastic detail. he's some um, examples through uh, through um, through his old green Lamborghini. Is now gone.
0: Is now gone. Yeah. I'm, I'm still encouraging him to get a Subaru. I, I've offered to lend him TJ to to have a play with paintwise, and I'm just hoping that'll get him onto proper cars because he's got a McLaren at the moment, which is just going to break down. Yes. Um, gotcha yeah, might catch fire. My new Lamborghini's quite a good at catching fire. They all burn with enough petrol.
1: Yeah, but Lamborghini's do it with a lot more flair.
0: Yeah, that's true. i that, just
1: kind of to the side of the road and then go... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Disappointing. Um, so we got that. And then the other big one uh, is Jim White. Yes. And you don't know Jim White, do you?
1: No, we briefly met at Waxstock a couple of years ago when you had him on stage.
0: I had him on stage, yes. You, ha- was, you, you had him on the stage <laughs> show. I have to admit, I, I, uh, I hadn't met... Jim at that point I don't and think you need to
1: throw a bucket of water over him at the end though that was uncalled for
0: yeah no jealousy is a bitch um, but no he, he um, it was remarkable because I've been on day all day sort of on and off the stage introducing people and interviewing people and stuff like that and normally at Wax Talk you get kind of maybe four or five people who will sit and stay and then others are passers through who will pause either for a sit down or because they're interested in what, what they're watching with Jim or they got
1: sandwiches or something Exactly, like that exactly
0: um, and, and Jim actually bought a huge crowd and what I thought was going to be a straightforward sort of Q&A session between me and him i started throwing some questions out to the audience and i thought at one moment i mean there was one bloke big bloke who I actually know his name but i'm probably not going to use it who had he unbuttoned i i shit you not he, he started he had wearing like a rubbish shirt and he just unbuttoned two buttons while looking at jim Dead in the face. Jim wasn't actually watching, and then he put his hand up for a question. And I thought, right, this is either going to go very well or very badly. So I made a beeline for this chap. I thought he was going to do something like sign my titty or something like that. Um, Yours? No, no, his, not no. mine. Jesus Christ! Nobody's allowed to touch that. <laughs> um, and um, he, thankfully, nothing dramatic happened. He asked, he asked a question about why he was so successful. But it was uh, th- there was a real following for Jim, and uh, there was, at- was
1: there was actually a queue of people at the end lining up for for Jim's autograph. Yeah, and. A- that's never happened to Dom. Dom Colbeck.
0: Ah, oh, well, no, it's not. Strangely,
1: because I I like Dom's autograph.
0: Uh, yeah, I could use it to sign the checkbook that I've nicked. <laughs> um, yeah, they no, and so there's that. So on the one hand, you've got this kind of this celebrity with lots of followers and a huge YouTube channel. But I, th- I think more importantly was that this was an interview where we got really deep into where we started, how it all began. And I think the most beneficial, the, kind of the, the best bit of it is we've got three pages of guides, one on um, guide to building a YouTube channel, one to building a detailing business, and another on something else. Um, three like kind of five step guides do's and don'ts sort of things and um, they are you know really useful for anyone at any point in business I think and then the rest of it was, was kind of his story but it's delivered in such a humble way um, and a kind of humble and I, I hate to use the same word twice in one podcast but candid way um, that I, I kind of really appreciated it and the fact that we had, you know he gave us the time of day which is is cool so um, yeah that's a really interesting article and we had to do it remotely so we are relying on kind of Third-party photos and that stuff. Was like that was the
1: interesting because you'll notice on the article there's a lot of SFX. Sort of, yeah, slightly, slightly artified photos, and that's not because we took rubbish photos. We just didn't take any photos at all, so we had to kind of work with what we had in terms of um, some photos Jim kindly supplied. Some of them were screen grabs. Some of them we mm. we, we got a lot of childhood photos from I mean, him, which is not child childhood. Um, sort of his his early early years car care kind well, of. Well, it's photos. impossible to get
0: good screen grabs off OnlyFans as well.
1: Right. Your, is that where you get your. <laughs> Let's let, let just pause on that a second, shall we? <laughs>
0: So you join us back again after Ian decided to cut the recording at a very awkward moment. Um, <laughs> just a little FYI, we are literally waiting for the lorry to arrive. So if things suddenly get cut short quickly, uh, it's because we've run out to wave down a lorry that's probably got lost in deepest darkest Wiltshire, or, or if you're still here in two hours, we're still waiting. <laughs> so
1: uh, yeah, well, this will stretch out. <laughs>
0: um, so uh, what other articles? Or oh, I think there is not. Oh, we some, we've, We got some quite cool little bits of kit for this one as well, didn't we? Well, hardwarey things.
1: Yeah, we got the. Uh, the infrared camera which we bought and then we couldn't remember why we bought it so we 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 made reasons to oppose it well you say but that actually but quite, the,
0: useful reasons. It, quite useful reasons quite useful yeah the FLIR system that you got um, now you started a while ago like three two or three issues ago a steamer article which has never quite made the grade so once, once we're kind of got the majority of articles in there we do some cutting we choose what goes in what can be bunged the next one what needs more work and I mean this one I think we've got the best parts of, sort of 10 15 pages worth of articles to go straight into the next one because otherwise we're going to have a 200 page magazine FYI this one is 164 pages biggest that we've done by quite a considerable margin, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, uh, it's only a-
1: double the issue, the the length of all of our old issues. Uh,
0: well, actually, It tr- used to be hundred, used to be hundred pages. It was triple the triple the the first one. Yeah, first one was fifty two pages. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's quite quite serious. Maybe um, we should
1: start just doing fifty two page ones, three to four times a year.
0: Yeah, then it would never stop. Then at least here we have a week of convincing ourselves that we've got like a life outside of magazine.
1: I've never convinced myself. Of that.
0: Oh, okay. Well, I I, I do that. But I do that with cider mostly. Um, so steamer the
1: flyer. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's right. The steamer article. Yeah, you know, we started the steamer article. That first, that first came about with another one of those articles that you just start writing, and um, it's almost almost a bit of a rant. With it was when the first lockdown was just coming to a close, and people were still trying to sanitize cars with a waft of a steamer.
0: Yes, yes, and we were seeing them putting them into the vents and then seeing the steam come out of other vents and yes. declaring Which looks really cool. It looks cool, but Entire all you're doing useless. is adding moisture yeah, to a cool. darkened space make where it, fungus can nice grow. nice and
1: warm and wet in there, that's what yeah. you need to kill back. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, was- yeah, that, that's how that started, and it was kind of a. Uh, we- there's only so much you can talk about in a rant so we decided to actually have a look and see what steamers there are out there because steamers are really useful obviously yeah. in detailing
0: and, and do their sets and we were con- trying to compare you know we start with what i describe as a domestic steamer right mm-hmm. the way through to a kind of light duty commercial steamer um, we also feature some seriously heavy duty industrial steamers but one of particular interest was uh of Kevin up at Premier Car Care
1: well no because we didn't actually he's been trying to get that for years. three or four years now yeah. Right, so he's finally got that and he managed to get that about two weeks after we'd finished the Steamer article yes. and couldn't get any, any stats or details into it in time so that is in new products but it's not in the Steamer article is it
0: not because I referred to how in new products I referred to how it was being featured in, 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 in the Steamer article did you even read the
1: article man <laughs> <laughs> well I probably no, did because yeah. no because it was, it was, it was chock-a-block in there because we, we were featuring two of each um, each genre as it was so we, I think actually we had three of the, 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 the semi-professional ones we had the a van has just arrived oh a van has arrived a van we based
0: stop. Is it it the van? I think it is the van. Not many back into my driveway.
1: Okay, we will stop and uh, see what goes on.
0: 35
1: minutes later.
0: And we're back. Uh, we have just unloaded, quite literally, 100 boxes, each weighing over 20 kilos from a van. Yeah,
1: you know that uh, sweaty glow I was talking about earlier? Yeah. Uh, this, is, this is a proper sweaty glow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We've got the magazine. It's always a hard in mouth moment when we first get a hard copy because we sit there thinking, crap, where have we cocked up? What have we missed out? What have we put in that we shouldn't have done? What made the edit, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. Uh, We are professionals. Um, I, heard, and- I just heard you say hard-in-mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and the phone's just gone as well, Yay. which is fun. Um, but we're going to ignore that for now. And uh, in the meantime, uh, we are just about going to wrap up here because we have got to start licking and sticking many, many envelopes.
1: Yes. Uh, how many have we got to get? Oh, I can't, obviously oh, can't oh, how many we've got to get out today. Yeah, over a thousand. Yeah. Subscribers thousand. going out first, obviously, which well, priority. That's
0: what we said.
1: Yeah. Uh, all the pre orders, everything like that.
0: So and everyone who's ordered for first class postage as well will go. Yes, out.
1: they will all. all definitely going to go out today. I don't um, see any reason why they wouldn't. No, um, not
0: unless we manage managed to break and two And we will cars. do
1: our very best to get absolutely every single issue out, but there are only so many paper cuts one can take in an afternoon. Yes,
0: well it's the blood loss. Um, yes. So anyway, uh, looking forward, we will be doing a little walkthrough video of the magazine fairly soon, possibly today if we're still going. If not, it'll be first thing tomorrow. We will also be um, doing lots of interesting podcasts. We've actually booked up our diary yesterday for beginning of September. We have got a... Some uh, cracking people coming some serious heavy hitters in the industry and people you wouldn't expect as well. Um, People who uh, perhaps are known only by reputation. So, um, yeah, keep your ears and eyes open for those. Uh, In the meantime, your magazines will start landing in the next couple of days. I really, really hope that you enjoy them. Um, It does look
1: Awesome in the flesh. <laughs> if we have to say so ourselves. Yeah. That really does look fantastic.
0: It's a hefty piece of kit now. Um, yeah. And actually, we're eight grams over our postage threshold, which means that it costs an extra 40 something piece to set out. So next time, we're going to aim for 150 pages and call it a day there. Yes. Um, I How think much do the mean. envelopes weigh? Uh, Twenty grams.
1: Oh, we can just stick a
0: label on the magazine and post that. <laughs> yeah, but then everyone would get nicked by a postman um, because obviously all postman are car people. Um, but anyway, uh, we will leave you there. But thank you very much for listening, and we'll be back coming in your ears soon.
1: Goodbye.